that that's a that's a you know like that's a crap hey roaches i'm todd tondera and welcome to my audio thrifting diary i scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts useful unusuals trendy trinkets cool collectibles and good garbage each week for the show i take a guest secondhand shopping after we gather a thrift haul we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Welcome to another episode of Thrifty, aka Oops, It's All Games, number two. I'm your host, Toddy. We haven't been second secondhand shopping like worm people in quite a bit. Buried underground like worm people. We were buried underground like worm people, so no secondhand shopping this week. But I'm Toddy, I'm here. And so is Josh, Last Call Larkin. Again, we're at Studio B. Studio B, where there's hand sanitizer, toilet paper aplenty. All kinds of stuff here. I've been informed that Animal Crossing has taken over the world in the past week. I want to hear more about it because I've seen some pictures from your phone, not just then, but also all throughout the week. Um, you were showing me pictures. King Prin was showing me pictures, and I want to know how is it how's it going living on that game right now? It's it's a good escapism from everything that mm-hmm. is is happening because you can just go to your little island. I you know I haven't seen Prin, uh, who's a good friend of the show, in weeks, but I've hung out with Prin like four nights since in there. this game came out. Yeah, in there. Yeah, we would just fly to each other's island and walk around and give gifts and message back and forth and uh yeah it's been consuming uh and work has been very stressful life is hectic kids are out of school uh friends are losing jobs so yeah to have an ability to just escape a little bit is nice and roaches uh survive and roaches survive we we skate by and we have a little desert island which happens to be named larky town oh you, you would like to visit Hit me up on the old Twitter at Last Call Larkin, and you can come and hang out with me and Prin and now, any of the other friends. Now, Larky Town, the fans want to know what fruit is native to your island. Ah, uh, it's cherries. Cherries. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I didn't say it, but I really felt like you were going to be a cherry guy. Yeah, it's cherries. I felt like that could be your island fruit. Cherries with an orange airport. You have an airport, and the airports are different colors. So you and can then have... I know you could go to different islands, get their fruit, and then bring that on back. Yeah. And l- then you have that. Larky Town has all fruits. It's a very inclusive town. <laughs> so I played Animal Crossing on the Nintendo GameCube. It was very like a... a dumbed down version of this but it was the first one 
And I remember the the hits. I remember the Tom Nooks. I remember the Blathers. I remember like the whole whole thing, even the characters. But I just completely fell off after that. And I have no idea what you can and can't do in the game now. Yeah, see, and that was where I was, is I had played the DS version. Because mm-hmm. way back then, I was uh, the media supervisor of a Best Buy. Okay, and yeah. a Nintendo <laughs> representative, I had all these reps, and the Nintendo rep gave me a Nintendo DS because it had a pixel burnt out. And she's like, here, you know, this is so you can show it to your, your folks, you know, your employees, so they can talk to customers about it. And I was like, this is mine? She's Top like, yeah. screen, bottom screen. Yeah, and she's like, this is yours. And I was like, okay. And so I just took it home, and I didn't tell anybody about it. And I was like, fuck y'all, I have a Nintendo DS. And so I got Animal Crossing and had not played in, well, like, 10 years. Okay. Uh, so this coming yeah. back in, I was amazed. Uh, and, yeah, it's you can do anything. And the the best picture that I saw, you're uh, very uh, very known for wearing the Zack Saber Jr. track jacket, and you made the Zack Saber Jr. track jacket for your character, and you had said it had taken way longer than you wanted it to. Yeah, because I'm not a creative individual by design, so <laughs> I couldn't trace this. You have to work on art. I had to do this. Yeah, yeah like. I drew print a picture one time. Everything's related yeah. to print tonight. Yeah. Uh, and it took me like an hour to make like a very simplistic picture. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I made that so I can be represented in the game. So yeah. Uh, and I also, it looked like you. Everything was the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, the styles are there. You can buy your own shirts, but you can customize. I had been inspired because I had seen other people doing it, and I was like, Nobody else is going to make this. I'm not going to find this out there. And I was wearing a T-shirt with a teddy bear on it at the time, so I needed an upgrade. You have your own wrestling ring. You have your own track jacket with Zack Sabre Jr. on an Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah, I did build myself a uh, wrestling room in the back room of my house in Animal Crossing that started as a hamster deathmatch room and evolved into a full-blown ring. So I thought that we could uh, incorporate that into our first segment, which is Thrifty Thrivia Trivia. Check. One, two. Thrifty Thrivia Trivia. Now, for new listeners of the show, Thrifty Thrivia Trivia is a multiple-choice answer game, A, B, C, or D. And Josh, what is always D? D is none of the above. We tie that to a thrift haul, but since we can't go thrifting because we are literally quarantined, this is based on a past thrift haul item. So my first question for the day would relate to the Bret Hart foam heart that uh, was featured on the show prior with uh, Sykes from Start the Bead. That's from 1994. And it's one of my favorite finds we've we've ever had, not only on the show, but just in real life. So I wanted to hit you with some wrestling Bret Hart questions. Wrestling with shadows. And for those of you who do not know Bret Hart, Bret Hart was credited with changing the perception of mainstream North American professional wrestling in the early 1990s by bringing technical in-ring performance 
to the forefront, who's also known as the Hitman. Brett the Hitman Hart, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Um, he was a five-time WWF champion, a two-time WWF Hall of Famer, and we won't talk about this, but he was also a two-time WCW World Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> that was just bad era. Not the best of times. Professional wrestlers often have catchphrases or monikers to help the audience connect with their characters. So, Josh, what professional wrestler said this particular quote? Win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. What wrestler said that? A. Eddie Guerrero B. Jesse the Body Ventura C. Rowdy Roddy Piper or D. None of the above These are all very good choices Mm -hmm. uh, as far as options go Win if you can Lose if you must But always cheat Guerrero Jesse the Body Ventura, Roddy Roddy Piper, none. None, none, none. What are you thinking about? I'm not thinking much. Not thinking about anything. No. Your head is clear. I'm pretty targeted in on this one. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I even can hear the quote in my head being spoken. Well, that's not too good for me because if you get this one right, I will officially be down on the day. Well, if I get it wrong, I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm going straight away, B, the governor, Jesse Ventura. Oh, the governor, the, Jesse Ventura. The governor. I believe he actually said this while on commentary. Mm, okay, okay. Well, the correct answer, Jesse the Body Ventura. Yep. You got it. So you got a, you got a point on the day. Now, last week's episode... We started out hot. The first person, I was the first person, I got a point right off the bat. So it was a good sign that many more points would be had. And then we literally didn't have any till the end. So I'm not going to get hyped about your point yet, but that's really good. We're one out of one between the two of us. Well, and you started unfairly because you gave me a frame of reference with it being wrestling. Like, Mm I've watched wrestling for years, so I know I know the history of it. But I th- I don't know if you know the history of all the time you spend thrifting in Goodwill. Okay. And since we can't go into a Goodwill, no, we can't at all. I thought I would quiz you on Goodwill itself. Oh. Okay. So, okay. So on the building, I can't go to. You will quiz me on. Yes. Uh, well, not the building, as far as the first question goes. So, yeah. Goodwill is not just the stores. Goodwill, according to them, is a network of worldwide, autonomous, non profitable, charitable organizations. Cool. 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 So, it's basically corporate speak. Mm-hmm. But with that in mind, how many. Of these worldwide autonomous nonprofit charitable organizations, so all of them are there. Oh, okay. So, is there a 162 of them in the Goodwill Network? Mm-hmm. B 248 of them, or C 84 of them, or, or D none of the above? Um, 
So the question I was starting to ask, so is this every physical location? This is not the stores. This is not related to physical Goodwill stores. Yeah, this is just how many non-profitable charitable organizations are in the Goodwill network. Network, okay. In the whole thing. Okay, read read the read them again. So A a hundred and sixty two. Okay. B two hundred and forty eight. Uh-huh. C eighty four. D none, none of, of the, the above. above. And I will admit to you, I put them out of order numerically just to, to make just your to brain m- <laughs> work just to extra mess with hard. Me. Just to mess with me. Okay. Well, you did it, and so I have to kind of connect the A Oh, that's little. That's like a little type of evil you did. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. I've been quarantined for weeks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Give me some joy. Okay. So but that's, yeah, that's a, the first shot shot on me, I guess. A okay. is 162. Mm-hmm. B, 248. C, 84. D, D, none of the above. None of the above. It's a number. I'm going to go with. Because it's not D. Um, I want to go with A because I kind of see 162 in blue font, like on their stuff a lot. Or like I could see in, in Goodwill font, I could see the number 162 written. And, th- and that makes me think that I've seen it before. So I will go with A. What is that? Synesthesia? Is that what that's called? When you can see colors? Sure. Or not see color. Everybody can fucking see colors. <laughs> Just sight. They call that sight. Yeah. You know what I meant with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is A162. See, I saw those. See that? See? Yeah. With the power of sight. I did so that. So we're one. both coming in hot. We've automatically beat last week through the second round so it's already a more uh so if we got two now there's no way that we that we messed this up i don't know the last time if ever we got all of i don't Mm -hmm. want to jinx us but we're halfway so somebody's got to say it if we get both of these right yeah uh times are going to change if we do that so okay so jesse the body ventura right okay what was his other thing you said it already well, he was the governor and also a known conspiracy theorist. Yes. Um, so this has to do uh, with his time uh, in the government, should we say. Um, Jesse the Body Ventura was an American media personality, actor, author, and now retired professional wrestler. In 1991... Jesse Ventura dived into politics and won an election to become the mayor of what city? It was the mayor, not governor. <laughs> well, he started as mayor and then got into governor. Um, so was it A, Minneapolis, B, San Diego, C, Stillwater, D, none, none of the above? Jesse the Body Ventura, 1991. Hmm. Dived into politics and won an election to become the mayor of what city? A. Minneapolis. B. San Diego. C. Stillwater. D. None of the above. I don't even know what state Stillwater belongs to. Mm. Uh, so that means I'm, I'm hesitant on that one to even set foot in it. Um, I think 
Minneapolis is too big. Mm-hmm. And I think San Diego is too smart. Oh. So I'm gonna go D on this one. I'm, I'm going I'm going out on a limb. Mm-hmm. But I know he was the governor of, of Minnesota. Sure. Um but Yeah. See that's why I was like, he's gonna know governor, so I'm going mayor. Yeah. Um I don't see, and that's why I don't think it's Minneapolis. I think that's the red herring. Like mm. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with D, none of the above. Do you have maybe a, I guess? It's probably a, some backwoods town name like Stillwater or something. Like he probably. Well, Stillwater a, is one of the choices. I know, but I don't know where Stillwater is. so I don't sure. want to pick it, but, uh, I don't know any other towns in Minnesota. I was in Minnesota, but I was in Minneapolis, so that's my mm-hmm. only frame of reference. And there was no Jesse the Body Ventura stuff hanging up when you went there, huh? No, but okay. everybody there talks like the mom from Bobby's World. <laughs> cool. Well, in this case, the answer, D, none of the above. Ah, see? You were a perfect two out of two in trivia. Um, it was actually Brooklyn Park. Okay. Which is also in Minnesota. See, like, yeah. How, which is what's also, the population of Brooklyn Park, Minnesota? Um, the smallest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We didn't look that up, but. Well, yeah, the smallest. <laughs> Out of the ones listed, the smallest. That's what. That's how you get into politics. You just get some credential, and then mm-hmm. you like, you know, like, oh. It was the population was from A down as like biggest, smallest. And Brooklyn Park was, like, way down here, and I said, pick that one. Brooklyn Park's like, um, please make us alphabetical on this list. Well, I think if I would have put Brooklyn Park in there, you would have been like, well, it's Brooklyn Park, because where did you get that name? So, well, Stillwater was kind of similar to that. All right, two out of two, so I'm in the hole. All right, so when you and I go to Goodwill, we don't ask a lot of the employees. We just... We mind our business, Mm -hmm. but, you know, those people got to yell at people. They got to move stuff around. They're covered in other people's filth. Based off of that, based off of what they do, what they put up with through a day, I want to ask you, what do you think is the average hourly wage for an employee of Goodwill Industries? Ouch. Oof. I don't know, man. We can't. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a whole other conversation for politics on what they ought to earn. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. So, A, $9.04, B, $10.35, or C, well, also D, but C, $12.79, or D, none of the above. These are all way too extremely low. Um, they should be making far, like, far more than this. Yeah, all of these. Um, now this does not count salary and like management employees. Yeah. This is strictly the hourly line level employees. Um, I'm gonna go with B. Uh, that was ten twenty five. Ten thirty five. Ten thirty five. Ten thirty-five. I will go with B. Ten thirty-five. Even at ten twenty-five, you're still wrong. Oh, uh, tough. It was the C. Twelve seventy-nine. We were so close to getting all four. At least it was. Um, 
the highest of those three. That That's because I me. made up the numbers. Yeah. I wanted to give him the benefit of it. It was only twelve seventy nine, so I made it the highest that I could. Yeah, that scared the hell out of me. <laughs> That's no good, but they should be making far more than all of those. Yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. they ought to. Um, so I no. I will officially lose this segment. Yeah, I lost so it. I so won a game. All right. Two two to one. You won the game. Um, but you didn't win the war. Well, I think I could win all the games tonight. I just, I've got a, a decent feeling about things. Mm-hmm. So we're going to hop into our next game, Vintage versus Modern. Vintage versus Modern. Now for new fans of the show, Vintage versus Modern we take a look at ebay.com, select a really cool item, find a vintage form of it and its modern-day counterpart, and compare their values. It's a very clever game, but these items have sold for these prices. Mm-hmm. Somebody has gone out and said, I want this for that. Um, even fake rubber babies. Yeah, we've done, we've done all of that. Well, uh, keeping within uh, the wrestling frame of mind, no, we're not talking about Jesse the Body Venter in particular, but every single wrestler has stepped foot in the squared circle. So we're looking at toy wrestling rings. Okay, little squared circles. Little squared circles. Toy wrestling rings. The vintage is in 1989... Hasbro Wrestling Ring Titan Sports Wrestlemania Edition. Okay. Is 1989. This, Hasbro. Is this out of box? Mm-hmm. Both is, of these are. Okay. Complete? Uh, actually, I don't know for sure on the second one, but this one I do know, yes. Okay. All right. I actually never thought of that until now. What a bad thrifter. Yeah, so um, so it's a '89 Hasbro wrestling ring, WrestleMania edition. The modern WWE superstars raw wrestling ring with spring-loaded mat. And when I say what I just said, these are the direct listing name. Right, that's what mm-hmm. we go off of because it's sold and you can't see. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got limited information on it. I can understand that. So we have. Uh, the vintage versus the modern. Again, the vintage 1989 Hasbro Wrestling Ring, WrestleMania edition, or the WWE Raw Wrestling Ring with spring loaded mat. And a friend of the show, uh, Ryan Thompson, I think he has this ring. The spring loaded mat? I think he has it, and I think he found it. Um, while we were out once upon a time. I think I'm... I'm not positive, though, but I think that's who that is. Who has that? I think I actually have a frame of reference for both these Mm -hmm. rings um, because I I know the the spring mat, you know, and I think I have something like that, so I think you're right on that. Mm -hmm. And the Hasbro ring, because I'm older and I grew up early 80s, I had that ring for my Hasbro guys. My little Shawn Michael used to jump off the turnbuckles. Yeah. And they were like thick blue posts and a big like blue thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know what? Important detail. I just remembered as you were talking about that. Uh, the vintage is in not as good shape as the modern. 
Well, that's understandable. Yeah. But it, it's like I would say two grades lower. So there's a little more wear and tear than usual. I just think it would be fair to say. Yeah. I can understand that. Um, I am still inclined to go that way, though, just because mm-hmm. I think that factors into, like, my age group's real nostalgia and the collectability of figures being hot right now and stupid white guys like me having discretionary income and been like, oh, buy my old childhood wrestling ring. Like, you know? Yeah. And you can buy there's a whole company that just does repos on those stickers nowadays uh, and customs all kinds of things so i'm gonna go vintage on this but i don't think it's by much okay um i'm talking like three maybe four dollars more like okay i think they're both in like anywhere from like the 20 to 40 dollar range that's fair like you would think of a you know, degrees of shape would be so twenty and forty would be where you would be with it. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. when they sold new in a box, they could they were probably in the thirty dollar yeah. range. And a ten dollar variance I think is fair to speculate. So I'm bullshitting most of this. So I'm gonna go just vintage uh on this with the old Hasbro. Well I'll tell you the modern uh the raw wrestling ring with spring loaded mat, that one is thirty seven dollars. Do you feel good about your pick? Maybe. Okay. Well, you should because you're correct. The modern uh, is $37 and the vintage, 52 52 All right. 52 So, so you pretty much had everything you said, 20 to 40 you know. Yeah, off on the there. vintage, but I could see I could see somebody paying 50 But Yeah, I could easily see somebody being like, yeah, I'll give you 50 bucks for that. Yeah. You're pitching a shout-out right now. You're three for three in things. I don't want to ruin this, but mm-hmm. I feel bad for you, but... I am also going back to 80s toys with this, yeah. so you could have a frame of reference that pulls you through on yeah, this. Yeah, because I would, going 3-1 to the break, you know, not great. No. And not- this isn't hockey. You know, they say the, you know, a two-point lead in hockey, no good. More of those you need. Your equivalent four or five. Of, yeah, if you pull the goalie, it's basically you throwing my dog off the couch you're sitting mm-hmm. on. I don't want that to happen. So I need to go 3-2 just to know that I'm in it. Yeah. Okay. So the Vintage is a life-sized E.T. toy clothes hamper from 1982. Okay, okay. toy clothes hamper, E.T., and you think, well, what's the modern? People are still making E.T. stuff, and yeah. they are, and they're making interactive E.T. things. And this is a lot of four E.T. interactive figure collection. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So vintage versus modern. Mm-hmm. The new one is modern, modern, like in the last something. Modern, like yeah. within the last like 2015, 2000. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's more recent because they're like, uh, like those IR, like phone control thingies. It's like phone app and like they do, they looked complex kind okay. of thing. It's like a little like ET figure and then things the ET figure interacts with and you can control it to do things. Okay. It also has an Elliot. Okay, they both do. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Well, not the the hamper is just E.T., but... Well, that's why I was like, they both have an Elliot? No, no, like, just the interactive things. There's I, four things, and one is E.T., and one is Elliot, and then the two things are inter- the things they interact with. The hamper, though, is weird. It's weird. Yeah, but I mean, it was 1982. I know, but that it's like... Uh, it's so hard to know because people were doing hamper stuff and you nobody's doing hamper stuff now the hampers were a big thing in the 80s like so you could get it's some gonna really be cool rare because nobody is doing hamper stuff um so for that reason i'm gonna go vintage because i think that piece is just like that has to be something um i'm gonna say it this is with shipping um i did factor shipping into these the one has free shipping, so okay. but the other one shipping is factored into it. Um, I'm gonna go fifty, no, forty six bucks, forty six bucks on that one, and I think it's it's that's a bigger value than the modern. Okay, so you think modern is less than forty six dollars, mm-hmm. and you think the vintage is forty six and yeah. vintage. Okay, mm-hmm. so. The modern lot of four ET interactive figure collections mm-hmm. sold for one hundred and sixty-two dollars and fifty cents. Okay, okay, so that was the one that had twenty dollars worth of shipping in it. So it really sold for one hundred forty-two twenty dollars of shipping. I don't know what I'm. Oh no. Okay, so you're telling me the hamper. Well, I'm telling you, the hamper has to be more than the, more than like it has to be like twelve hundred bucks, and I said forty six bucks. Okay. It is though. Uh, it is twelve hundred and fifty dollars. Ah, I win by default. It is really something. Uh, and to behold this hamper, uh, if you walked into a I'm, room, you I, and you saw this ET thing, you would be. I'm right for scared. the wrong reasons. I said vintage, so I get the point. I was off by maybe the biggest margin in the history of twelve hundred and four dollars, and I still got it right. Yeah, that that's a that's a you know like that's a crap yeah. goal. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you want to spend like a good you know like ten minutes of your day having a fun time, mm-hmm. just type in life sized vintage into eBay. And, and filter by the sold results, you'll have the time of your life looking at some of these things. All right, well, ugh. So uh, we're going to head on over to our second act. We're playing the retail chain again. I can't really lose. I guess we'll find out. So uh, stay tuned, Thrifty Podcast. And now, the World Wrestling Federation Rewind. Frustrated into the goddamn word for it. This 
This is bullshit. Oh, I apologize. Listen to me. Everybody screws me. Nobody does a goddamn thing about it. Nobody in the building cares. Nobody in the dressing room cares. So much goddamn injustice around here. I've had it up to here. We apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody knows it. I know it. Everybody knows it. I should be the World Wrestling Federation champion. Get him out of the ring. Everybody just keeps turning a blind eye. You keep turning a blind eye to it. I got that gorilla monsoon. He turns a blind eye to it. Everybody in that goddamn dressing room knows that I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Cut him off. You don't like it, tough shit. Back from commercial break and, and during intermission, uh, Max the dog, Josh's sweet little dog, who's sitting to the left of me, was curled up like a a bun, uh, on uh, flipped over the other end. And when we hit intermission, he got up and then <laughs> and switched positions over to the other side. So he waited. He didn't move. Yeah, the whole time we did Act 1, and then as soon as we cut for break... He waited he, for us to be done, and then he moved so not to make sound. He got up, jingled. His chain does jingle quite a bit because he's blinged out, but... Yeah. Uh, well, uh, let's hop into another chain. Uh, see if I could tie Josh here with the retail chain. The retail chain. Retail, 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 retail. Retail, 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 retail. So if you are new to the show, a.k.a. if you've just literally not heard last week's episode. It's higher or lower in a complicated fashion. In this game, unlike the previous game, these are the asking price for the seller. Mm -hmm. Hence the retail bit. Yes. So I'm going to let you start this off because I started off last week. Oh, boy, are you in for a ride? Because if we're playing games, we're going to talk games. Yeah. Um, and we're going with a retail chain mm-hmm. of factory-sealed vintage Nintendo 64 games. Okay, I think I can do this one. Maybe. Okay, so the first item All right. for higher or lower. So our f- starter uh huh. Hey, you, Pikachu. Factory sealed. Factory sealed. And these are all North American released, factory sealed to make it nice and easy. But factory some of these sealed. games may be rarer than others. Some of these games, I don't know okay, how so many hey are still you, factory Pikachu, sealed. Does it come with the. Uh the thing yeah it's factory seal it's got everything in there to talk to pikachu and everything yeah, like you that you have to talk to pikachu that's the whole thing you got to say hey to him yeah All and right. hey you pikachu asking price 199 dollars. okay okay so yeah. we're starting off almost an even 200 bucks 200 bucks yep so higher or lower bomberman 64 second attack Mm. Brand new in box, factory sealed. All these mint condition, no damage to the box. Bomberman. Bomberman, second attack. I never played Bomberman. I didn't play second attack, that's for sure. Bomberman was always like, play with four friends, and I was like, I don't have one friend to play Nintendo 64 with. 
Mm. That was my problem with Diddy Kong Racing. Like, who's going to play Diddy Kong Racing with me? No. Nobody. So I had to play the goddamn pig. Like, the, the giant Mario pig. Kart is the only thing that people ever want to play who don't play video games. Like, you can't loop other people into, like, Crash Bandicoot That's racing. so true. Like, people who do not play video games will could jump in for Mario Kart. But they won't play, like, Crash Team Racing or, no. like, you know, like Sonic or any of that other bullshit. Okay, so Bomberman, I'm going to go... See, originally, I didn't think Hey You Pikachu was going to be that much. I thought it was going to be, like, 150. Um, so 200 was shocking to me. Um, so I'm going to go lower on this one. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go lower... And I guess we're going to say the prices this week. Bomberman 64, second attack, retail price, $5,000. Whoa. Okay. Okay. And Yikes. Here's the audacity of whoever's asking for this. Yeah. They had multiple of these <laughs> available. So I don't know if they're the only person in the world sitting on $5,000 Bombermans, but they're out there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I didn't get that one right, so it's still 3-1. Yeah. Uh, so I think the next game you may have some more familiarity with, though, since mm -hmm. Bomberman's a little out there. Everybody played Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yeah. So factory sealed. Higher or lower than five thousand dollars? Um, well, yeah, the, the elephant in the room. There's no way it's gonna be that much. And plus, we all had that game, so there's a bunch of them. So I'm going lower on that one. Lower than five grand. You gotta think <laughs> like shit. <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, we all played it, so you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There were. A ton of them out there and there still are although factory sealed $399 mm -hmm. okay so we're back in uh real real dollar bills here Actual yeah we're money. back in, we're not into invisible money yeah we're not back into cuckoo's nest cash yeah we're back into like just very rich people's money yeah okay uh yeah, people who put these in glass cases. Mm -hmm. So um, one more. So one more. So higher or lower than the three ninety nine for Zelda, the the best Zelda. I don't like the mask one. Majora's uh, Mask. Yeah, like I'm sorry, but the second I turn on a video game and it times me, my anxiety makes me never want to play that video game. <laughs> Zelda, that the is, mask one. I am not playing a video game to have a fucking panic attack. Uh, okay. Um. But Super Smash Brothers coming okay. in hot at the end, higher or lower than the three ninety nine for Zelda. Oh, okay. So Super Smash Brothers, yeah, I play that. I'm decent at it, but when you see people playing it, you go, "Oh God, they're all better than me." <laughs> like that's I, all I ever think. But I'm like. I could hang. I could hang, but I can't hang. I never Fuck. played Smash Brothers, and then somebody handed me a GameCube controller to play one time, and I never played GameCube. I looked like an ostrich baby learning how to walk, like just falling Tough. on my face, like having no idea. Like, cause I didn't know the controls. The mm -hmm. buttons on that thing are weird. Um, but 
it's a hot game. Yeah. Um. So I'm Falcon in that, um, for sure, Captain Falcon. And Hot Shots Golf 4, which is another favorite of mine, Hot Shots Golf 4, I'm also a character named Falcon. So I'm double Falcon, which See, is crazy. Uh, when I was playing with people, I picked Waluigi. Uh, Waluigi? Waluigi? Uh, Waluigi. I can't even pronounce yeah. it. And I picked him because he looks <laughs> funny. Uh, he looks like an umbrella with a mustache. Yeah, and you know me for the most time I play video games. I'm not playing to win. I'm just playing to dick around. And mm-hmm. I picked him because he looks fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other people in the room audibly laughed when I did it. And I was like, this isn't going to go well. I'm going to say that one is also lower. I'm going to go lower on that one. You are also wrong on that what? one. What? No, I, I had that one in the bag. You did not have that in the bag. You got KO'd on that one. Super I, Smash... I, why didn't I have that? Why didn't I win that one, though? Damn it. Super Smash Bros. The only one you got right was the super obvious one. Well, I, lo- I, I lost on the day. There's no way. So, the next question for you is your victory lap. You don't even have to do anything i'll try not to be braggadocious about it but mm-hmm. super smash brothers 1200 bucks uh new factory sealed not from the same person asking 5000 either yikes okay well let's see if i could get you on this one because i'll tell you what i didn't win i didn't win the game um so uh we're, we're on the same subject that i've been using all night we're going back to the the wrestle. Yeah. So everything tonight is all wrestling questions. Um, you so already lost the two out of three falls too. I lost two out of three falls. Um. So this is just a um. You pinned me, and this is like, are you gonna kick my ass after the bell? Yeah. Is what this is. <laughs> do we um, do a table spot? So the first item we're gonna go wrestling boots. We're going wrestling boots. Um. So. Uh, these are from 2004, blue full-sized, autographed by Ricky Steamboat. By the way, there's autographs on all these. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Um, so. 2004, blue full-sized boot, Ricky Steamboat. See, I got an issue. I don't know that Ricky Steamboat ever wore blue boots. No, these are boots that he had signed. I know, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, if I were it's going... It's an autograph. It's not his own. Yeah, yeah if it were somebody were going... If I were going to get boots, I wouldn't want a color that the auto- person who autographed it had never worn, you no. know? Like, I don't want pink boots signed by The Undertaker. Mm-mm. No, no. Yeah, so these are off off color boots for the dragon. So what are what are dragon signed boots go for? 61 bucks. Are you shitting me? 61 bucks. It's probably cuz they're blue. If so, they were red dragon signed, they're at least 100. Yeah. So yeah, 61 bucks. All right. So higher or lower? We're looking and these are from 2005. These are from the same uh, type of uh, boot, and it's also the same seller. So these are more autographs. So it's not their official boot. It's an autographed boot. Right, right, okay. Are so, these crap boots or what? So uh, these are black full-size boot. Sting autograph. So on the, on the same color. On the same color you want in a sting boot. I want a black sting boot. Okay, a silver or white autograph? 
uh, white. Okay. Yes. And the first one, I know it was a black Sharpie, but this one's white. Yeah. Um. Well, I love the dragon. Uh, mm-hmm. I have some vintage dragon stuff in my own personal uh, mm-hmm. wrestling collection, but I got to go Sting, I think, is higher on this because Sting won World Heavyweight Championship belts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Steamboat versus Macho Man was his thing yeah and mm-hmm. yeah i mean steamboat's like peak was like 1987 88 yeah. years uh and like a little bit early 90s wcw but uh yeah i gotta go sting for longevity and f- just being more famous but there's probably more autographs out there so i don't know so um i can't do a good impression of uh the njpw ring bell how it just goes beep 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 bing yeah. Bing, bing, bing. Like, and and it and it does that when somebody is kicking someone's ass um, after the bell, and that's what you're doing. Um, so yes, uh, it is higher. Um, the sting boot is 104 bucks. So that's your new starting point. Okay. 104 bucks. All right. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's reasonable. I mean, you're getting two boots. You're getting. Oh, wait, you're getting two boots, or is it just yeah. one boot? No, yeah, okay. boots, boots, boots. But th- there's Both. only one autograph. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and by the way, the new Japan bell is the funniest thing to me. And I never know exactly why, but they just like ring it so haphazardly, but it sounds so lazy when it's done. And it's just like, and it, it it is so like, it's nuts. They never makes me chuckle. They never show the person ringing the bell in new Japan either. No. Um, so the next boot on the list, um, and these are also from 2005, but a little bit later in the year. I cheated a little bit with that. Um, these are uh, white full-size boots. And it is signed in black Sharpie by Rick the Nature Boy Flair. Did you call him Rich? No. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Okay, so Flair, white signed boots. Hmm. Rick the Nature Boy Flair. I think Rick Flair boots. Oh, man. 2000 late 2005 white boot by Rick Flair's with Rick Flair's signature on it. I'm going to go higher than 105. I don't know that it's much and like man Nate signs a lot of stuff because that's, man, I mean, he's limousine riding, jet flying, Mm -hmm. children having, child support avoiding, son of a gun. Mm -hmm. Um, But but you would say more than 104? I would would think like in the 120 range for for Nate's boots, yeah. So close, though. I don't think too much more, but I do think that they're they're gonna ask more than one oh five for them. Well, I'll tell you what, um get you, you're wrong, but you got it closer than I did when I was right. <laughs> <laughs> um uh the the boots are ninety eight bucks. Yeah. So one oh four, ninety yeah, same thing. They're the same price. And you were even closer than I was when I was right. So I was right for the wrong reasons. See, I I I, I figured they were somewhere in there, but I thought mm-hmm. somebody would at least ask more than you know that i mean like you know let somebody send you an offer but you win you win on the night um 
So, I already did, so I appreciate it. <laughs> so um, you you take it, and um, how is it? Uh, how does it feel to to beat me at uh, well, at wrestling things? <laughs> I beat you like every time we play wrestling things. Uh, tough, tough. Uh, that's yeah, why, at I, least in the show's canon. Off panel though, I've I I've been running a very successful wrestling stables in Fire Pro. That's not a competitive thing. We run a federation together, and it's not a. Comp- I mean, we you know. I'm pretty proud of my boys. Every one on one like wrestling game we play, I own you. Uh, <laughs> the only thing you beat me in is fucking hot shots because I hate hot shots. <laughs> and I guess we have found out it would be Super Smash as well. I would beat you. At. Oh yeah, you would probably beat me. <laughs> I would own you in like Mortal Kombat, but I don't. Smash Brothers, I'm out of my element with that. Before we uh, go, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. More now than ever, you know, support local business, help everybody out. Roaches survive. Check out Commonwealth Press if you haven't, cwpress.com. Um, if you use promo code THRIFTY, you get 12 t-shirts for free in an order of 50. So, uh thrifty or thrifty podcast use that as a promo code at cwpress.com also uh much love to steve barris they are bluffs bluffs.bandcamp.com alternate reality the theme to our show for many reasons so josh i'll uh i'll give you some last words here as i'm uh, as i lose again to you <laughs> well i think jesse ventura said it best oh Christ when he said that George Bush did 9-11 <laughs> no uh, yeah I appreciate everybody uh, who does take the time out to listen uh, I know there's other things you could be doing with your time in this vast amount of free time some people are finding themselves in so if you spend that hanging out with us as always thank you so much and Bush did 9-11 get roached 